On today's show, I'm joined by Lauren Gunn for the Gunshot Podcast, and we're here to talk some stock market for the Mavs. We're going to buy some stuff, we're going to sell some stuff, and then we're probably not going to push any stuff, but we're definitely going to get into a lot of good stuff for the Dallas Mavericks. We'll talk about that on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me for the third time, I believe, a uh, friend of the show now, Lauren Gunn from the Gunshot Podcast. Lauren, what you got for me? Oh, man. But yeah, third time. I am stoked to be chatting with you. Uh, one of these days, I am going to catch Isaac. I don't know when it will be, but one of these days, <laughs> I'm going to run into him somewhere. Um, but yeah, stoked to be chatting with you. On uh, Tuesdays on Lockdown NBA Podcast, it's East Meets West. Wes Goldberg, Warriors beat writer for the Mercury News and host of Lockdown Warriors. And David Ramil, host of Lockdown Heat. Tackle the biggest NBA stories of the day coast to coast. Follow the Lockdown NBA Podcast wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to it on YouTube. Just past 2,000 subscribers on that channel. And you can always see me on Fridays with Adam Mares as well on Lockdown NBA. All right, we're going to do some stock market buying and selling. But first, I wanted to quickly go over... We got some preseason games. We didn't announce that. We didn't talk about this on Monday, but the Mavericks now know their preseason schedule. They will be playing the Jazz, the Clippers, the Hornets, and the Bucks. This is one of those things where if it was in years past, we would know which games to get excited about because of Rick Carlisle and we know his you know his methods and all that. With Jason Kidd, I have no idea. Is is the Milwaukee game going to be a dress rehearsal? Is the Charlotte game going to be a dress rehearsal? And they sit everybody for that last game at Milwaukee. Which which one are you looking at? You know, it's hard. It's really hard to try and predict. Like, there are certain things about Jason Kidd as a coach that I feel like I can predict. But for the most part, I'm like, I'm going to have to see how he uses this system, which guys he wants to rock with. And I'm I'm really looking forward to which younger guys he seems to kind of favor a little bit more and, and give more of an opportunity. I have my guesses, but we'll just have to see. But I think the Charlotte game, I Charlotte, I love what they did this offseason. So I'm looking forward to that game probably just because they're a young team. So you're going to get to see a lot of guys out there. Yeah, that game is, an, is on ESPN, the only one on national TV. And it's at Charlotte. It's at 530 Central, which is kind of like a weird time, but I guess because it's Eastern time game. Uh, but yeah, that one will be fun. And the other three, I mean, the, the Clippers one, will it be contentious? Will they get in fights? Probably <laughs> probably not. Probably not. They probably won't care at all. But uh, all right, let's get into this the stock market thing. So how this works is I'm going to give a topic or a sentence, basically. Uh, like this, let's just do this one as an example. Luka Doncic will win the MVP this season. And then Lauren and I get to decide if we're going to buy that or if we're going to sell that. Uh, Lauren, let's, I'll throw it to you first. Luka Doncic will win the MVP this season and become the third youngest MVP in NBA history behind Derrick Rose and Wes Unseld. Buying or selling that? I'm going to buy it. I think we got to stay on the track of that little video that went out his rookie year talking about his five-year <laughs> yes. timeline. So yes. why why would I bet against that at this point? I think, I, I think I'm going to buy. What is he? What's he saying? First year, I will be. Oh, he's like first year. I will win rookie of the year. Second year, I will become an all star. Third Jen, year, you up? 
Jen, Jen, you up? Uh, I want to. Oh no, I will become king of New York. Sorry, oh, yeah. KP. Sorry, KP. There's that whole part about Porzingis in there. I it's know. so funny. Yeah, so it's crazy. a Bleacher Report video from from before he was is. even drafted, right? Yeah, I think I it think might so. have been like yeah, I think that's right. That's pretty wild. He could have ended up on the Knicks, and that would have been <laughs> so wild. Uh, yeah, so. I think he he's the front runner again. Like I think yeah. even for, even from bet online standards, he, I think he or, uh, their odds. I think he is the number one still. Uh, and so yeah, like I think he has to be. Yeah, he's a uh, he's number one on, on bet online. And I don't know who else would fall into it. I mean, I think you can make a case for Giannis again. Could you make the case the Nets are like insane and it's Kevin Durant again? I still think that, that those other two guys take votes away. Yeah. LeBron's not going for MVP again this year. And then you just kind of like, it's, it's Jokic again. They give him it two years in a row. I'm not sure they're going that direction. There's just not a ton of candidates for that top, top award there. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I think like Joel, there's a lot of guys that you could make the case of, oh, they'll be right there. But I think Luca, the biggest thing going against Luca last year was team success. I mean, Steph is going to be right there this year. So like, there's a lot of guys, but I mean, if Luca can do it and the team is, is having success, then I don't see why not. But again, it's a very tough award to win. So we're both buying that. Interesting. We'll see. I think we would have we'll both see. bought that last year and here we, and here we, here we are doing that again. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> uh, buy or sell. This would be the first season. Luca improves his three-point and free-throw percentage from the year before. Now, this is a very, like, this is a daily Dallas Mavericks podcast. We get very, like, niche sometimes and get very in the weeds. This is very in the weeds. But Luca has never gotten better at both his three-point percentage and free-throw percentage from the year before. It's it's only been he got better at free-throw but lower on three-point, and it's just gone back and forth. But this year will be the first year he improves from 35% from three and 73% from the free-throw line. Buying it or selling it? Oh man, that's tough. If he's gonna win MVP, MVP, yeah. Let me. I okay, and I'm I'm gonna say bye because I have to assume we can do better than seventy three percent. And I do think that there's <laughs> this could be the year that he shoots less threes because I have high expectations mm. for Reggie Bullock, uh, Reggie Bullock, excuse me, and and also Tim Hardaway Jr. and KP. The dude better be shooting more wow. this season. So I expect those guys. I mean, Luca. Still high volume, but maybe he takes a slight step back in volume and a bit of a hike or an increase uh, in in accuracy. But so so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and buy. I'm gonna buy. Yeah, if he's gonna be the MVP, he's got to shoot better than this, basically, too. Right? Yes. And, also uh, true. Then they'll, he'll hit more free throws down the stretch of games and win more games down the stretch. I think that that all has to improve for him. So I'll buy that too. I'm, 35% from the from three. I think he got better and picked his spots better last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his three-point attempts did go down last year as well. It was 8.9 his second year and 8.3 this past year. So maybe that goes down a little bit more or he just becomes more selective with his shots. Uh, if they get a secondary creator that may have received Raptors gear today, then, <laughs> then maybe he will uh, he will get he will get more like catch and shoot shots. Maybe those become more efficient, things like that. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'll I'll buy that one too. All right, let's move into a topic that came up today. Uh, Dallas Morning News uh, reporter slash col- I just guess just columnist all around Maver- all around Dallas sports person. Tim Kalashaw wrote, why now is the Mavericks time to shock the NBA? Trade Chris Porzingis for Ben Simmons. So now I have I have two stock market buyer sells for you. And you, you got to do both of them at the same time. Okay. The Mavericks should trade Ben Simmons for Chris Porzingis. 
the Mavericks could trade <laughs> Ben Simmons for Kristaps Porzingis. So basically, is it possible and should they do it? Uh, is it possible between Philadelphia and Dallas? I don't believe so. I'm going to sell on that one. Um, should they do it? That's really hard because I, at first I'm like, no, that it's not going to happen because kid want the Mavs want to be right about this duo working. And, uh, there's no reason it shouldn't on paper, but there are so many, there are so many factors that I don't want to take a ton of time to, to really go through all of the reasons why Ben Simmons, the risk might, or the potential reward could outweigh the risk, but it's a pretty big risk. But I want, I would want people to ask themselves, are we not dealing with a pretty big risk right now? Like, where do you stand? It's re- you got to just pick your poison. Uh, and, and I do think that the clutch sports trying to mend that relationship. If you did get Ben Simmons here might be worth a little bit of that. Oh, interesting angle on that. Just, just to make good with, with clutch, but I don't think it's like, I'm selling on they could trade him because what what is Porzingis going to do in yeah. Philadelphia? They'd have to do yeah. a third team, and then that third team would have to come up with some playoff-ready players that make sense. Now, is it Portland? And then C.J. McCollum goes to, but then why would you just trade Ben Simmons for you know C.J. McCollum and keep exactly. Ben Simmons in Portland? So should they do it on my part? Sure, yeah, right? Like I think Luka can make it work. I think he can make anything work. He played that... That roster he played with in Slovenia, like for the Slovenian national team, like he made that work so well. He any type any types of players they played faster on that team, and the Mavericks played slower. It it doesn't really matter. He does need some space, so maybe Ben Simmons thing. But he's been playing with Dwight Powell and been playing incredible with Dwight Powell and Willie Colley Stein and guys like that. So for sure, uh, yeah, I think that that is uh, that could be possible. And then you add that that defender that they've always needed. I think they should do it, but it's not possible. Like I don't know. If, yeah. Also, to your point about the Mavericks, do you want to be right about the Porzingis-Luka pairing? Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? That's what I would ask the Dallas Mavericks. That's a that's a big question that they tell you in like premarital counseling and things like that that my <laughs> wife and I went through. Uh, do you want to be right? Do you want to be happy? I think they would much rather be happy. And if, I, if they got Ben Simmons, I think they'd be more happy because he's going to play games. He's not going to be as injury prone as, as you know Porzingis. And then at least he's not... Un, at least he's unhappy for reasons the Mavericks can fix, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, and th- they haven't like, you know, burned the bridge in the past. So they're not rebuilding the bridge with Porzingis. They could just start fresh with Ben Simmons. A change of scenery may help both of those two players, but mm-hmm. from all, all accounts, they're rolling with Chris out Porzingis. I'm with you. I think he's going to have a much better season this year. And so we'll see. We'll talk more about Chris out Porzingis. We'll talk more about some of the end of the bench guys, Moses Brown, Reggie Bullock, you mentioned before. Talk about that. But before we do, let me tell you about Sweatblock. Sweatblock is fascinating. It is a fascinating product. It is a really good product if you deal with uh, sweating and perspiration, if you deal with pit stains, if you have to deal with changing your shirt just because you're going to sweat through it. Sweatblock is the thing that will help you with that. They're these wipes that you wipe under your underarms, and you don't deal with sweat. You get a dry shirt guarantee for seven days. And right now, they're currently the number one antiperspirant product on Amazon. That's that's absolutely insane. Think about all the antiperspirant things there are on Amazon right now. Like literally all the deodorants, literally all the wipes, like all the all the things. They are number 1 right now. It's because it works. Go to sweatblock.com. You can get it on on Amazon if you want, but if you use the promo code locked on on sweatblock.com, you get 20% off. So go check it out sweatblock.com. Use the promo code locked on, you get 20% off right there. Also want to tell you about Direct TV. Tell me if this is a problem that you've dealt with in the past. 
You got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone. You've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff that you like. Well, I want to tell you a simple way to get all that entertainment that you love without the hassle, and that is direct TV stream. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. That's something we millennials love so much. Don't don't put don't put me in a box. Don't keep me in a contract. Direct TV stream doesn't make you do that. Get rid of the clutter. Get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, Lauren, we're back doing more buy and sell our NBA stock market. We are we are rolling right through these. All right, buy or sell. The Mavs got better this offseason. I'm going to buy it. I will buy it. Have we I, sold anything yet? I think we sold the Ben sold, Simmons thing and that yeah, was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm not against selling things. I, I will make that clear. <laughs> yeah, but, you're, in, um, you're in finance, right? So you understand. Yeah, exactly. So, supply and demand. That's right. That's right. I do think we did get better as a team. It's interesting. I keep going back and forth of like two summers ago, we were trying to add defense and playmaking and kind of get away from just the surrounding Luca with just shooters, these one-dimensional shooters. And now it kind of seems like we're shifting back a little bit more towards that. Um, so, but at the same time, I think with what they're trying to do with the quality of players that we did add, uh, I think that they bring things that we were missing more than we realized uh, last year. And I think that a lot of people would would be on board with that. Yeah, I think it would have been more interesting if you said that you were going to sell that, but I, I'm in agreement with you. <laughs> that, yeah, they got better. I've been saying, I think they got 10% better than last season. And like overall, the Mavericks can still get, Luka can still improve. You know, Josh Green can actually play and maybe help improve the team a little bit, right? Like Chris Osborne's can be better than he was last year. They can improve based on the amount of COVID games they missed last year, the injury games they missed last year. Like there's a lot of ways they can improve and get better. A lot of people just focus on, did we get new guys? Like, did we yeah. get that? And sometimes... It, you don't necessarily need that to get better as a team. So uh, I'm buying that too, of course. We're buying All right, here's one we may we may sell. Okay. Moses Brown will play more than Willie Colley-Stein, Boban, and Dwight Powell. Not combined, but play more than each of them. Uh, yeah, I'm going to sell that one. I, th- I think he'll play – he might play more than Boban. Like, Boban is kind of – like. I, well, I don't know. I can't. I can't say that I know. But <laughs> we don't um, know anything. Right? Yeah, we don't know anything. I, I kind of feel like that is a situation that could be similar to last year, where it's this game here, maybe not this game here. But I don't see him playing more than Dwight. I think he'll get the opportunity to kind of show what he can bring, and if he can make the most of it, I do think that there's a, a scenario in which maybe he does. But I think it's incredibly unlikely. I'm, I'm not quite sold yet, but I would love for him to prove me wrong and, and prove why he's like the third plus best player on the 2K <laughs> roster right now. <laughs> it's true, right? He's like the fourth best player. Yeah. It's absolutely weird. Yeah, there's this. There's all of a sudden this, this group of, I guess it's just Moses Brown, Josh Green, and you could throw Tyrell Terry in there as well, but these three guys that have become this young core, mm-hmm. and like I think one or two of those guys may emerge as a guy that can be in a, in a rotation, and a lot of people really like Moses Brown, but the Mavs have all these centers. Like, I, I just named three right there, and those are all like backup guys that, <laughs> yeah. that Moses Brown may play more than. Uh, Boban, I think, is obvious. Yeah, he'll play more than him. Dwight is fascinating yeah. because we know that Rick Carlisle loved Dwight Powell, and the, the organization loves Dwight Powell, so I don't think that Jason Kidd's going to come in and hate Dwight Powell. But the way he runs his offense may not be as, uh, you know, 
it, Dwight Powell may not be as necessary for that. And Moses Brown may be a little bit more ready than we think. And Luca makes him look a lot better than he was in Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. And then all of a sudden, Great. it's a different story. So, and then the, the need for Dwight Powell is less because all of a sudden you have a guy that is like finally a guy that does what Dwight Powell does that is seven foot two and not like six foot two mm-hmm. or six foot nine, however, however tall <laughs> Dwight Powell is. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to sell that one, but I think. I think he could. I think there's a good chance, and it'll be really interesting. Unless he gets traded for Goran Dragic tomorrow, and then all of a sudden this is a not good, an know? issue. But he's been working with Tyson Chandler, so. Yeah. I mean, I'll take that all day long. Drinking the Kool-Aid on that? I am. I am. Why not? <laughs> all right. You mentioned uh, Reggie Bullock earlier. Mm-hmm. Buy or sell. Reggie Bullock will start more games than Maxi Kleba this year. Oh, man. <laughs> Mm, it's that's hard because a lot really hinders on whether or not we get the secondary playmaker. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna. Oh God! As a, I'm gonna. If assuming the roster stays as is, I would buy that because I think depending on the matchup, you're gonna have that Dorian Maxi switch uh, a lot. That's where I. That's what I think the best lineup would be. Would be Luca, Tim, Reggie, Dorian slash Maxi and KP. Uh, but if you add that secondary ball handler, then Tim would get, in my opinion, Tim would get the start and Reggie would play significant minutes off the bench. And I love that. I absolutely love that. And in that scenario, my answer dif- differs, but right now I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and, and, and buy that playing more minutes in Maxi. We talk about, I mean, the, the secondary creator and Goran Dragic a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously I, somebody tweeted, why don't you guys talk about Goran Dragic, <laughs> the possibility of him. And I, I from, from at lockdown Mavs on Twitter, I just tweeted out like the last 10 YouTube videos that we, we've talked about Goran Dragic in like, yeah, man, we've, we've talked about it for sure. Mm-hmm. But if he gets the start, like you're saying then all of a sudden Goran, Tim and Luca, that is not the greatest. That is not the greatest defensive no. you know, backcourt that you can start. And so I think I'll buy that Reggie Bullock, uh, we'll start more games than, than Maxi Kleba uh, because they're not going to go. And I don't, I don't think that they go all out like that. Jason, Jason Kidd wants to play defense. You got to have some personnel out there to play defense as well. That's, yep. That's true. That's what, and it, and it's the, fr- the front office, those, the front office is first like big signing besides, you know, Tim and, and Luca. So, yep. Uh, and is there a chance that Tim comes off the bench still? Yeah. I mean, probably if- at some point, if it, yeah, I think Reggie does have the chance to. I mean, there's no reason why he couldn't. Uh, it will. It will be interesting to see how those two kind of just where they fit and where their roles kind of naturally fall. Personally, if we do get Goran, I don't love the idea of him and Brunson coming off the bench. I understand like the defensive concerns about that starting group, and I, I think maybe that's where you do see Reggie kind of take take the lead there. But personally, I'm not a huge fan of a backcourt or a uh, secondary backcourt of, of Goran and, and Brunson. I don't love that. I'm not sure I'm comfortable calling him Goran. It just doesn't sound right to me. There's something <laughs> about, like, I don't, like, when I think of Goran, the first thing I think of is from uh, that game, Breath of the Wild. There's, like, this, there's, like, this race of, uh, like, Gore, I think they're called Gordons or something. Oh they, my they, like, live in a volcano. And that's the first thing I think of. I don't think of Goran Dragic. Oh, man. So I'm throwing you off right now. Maybe we'll just go with the dragon or Dragic or whatever, whatever you want. We'll go with whatever you want. Uh, Yeah. And so, and and if you start looking across the West that, you know, they'll play more of their games against Western conference teams. There's more, there's more teams that have those double wings than have, you know, uh, guys like players that you can hide (laughs) like like Dragic on. (laughs) Right. So uh, I'm, I'm curious about that. Yeah. Or if Dragic's not on the team, then hide Tim or wherever. All right. Uh, 
Jason Kidd will actually give Josh Green a chance this year. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you, you picked this one. I, I'm buying on this one because I can't deal with the, the reality of this being sold. Like I need Josh Green <laughs> to get his opportunity uh, because he has a lot of tools to be able to give you productive minutes. And we saw a little bit of it towards the end of the season. Um, so I'm going to buy on this, especially with bringing in Sweeney from, from Milwaukee. I think that that was another big, like they're really, yeah, yeah. I believe that they are going to prioritize development. Uh, it'll be interesting when they choose those opportunities, when to do so, but I do believe that he will get an opportunity. Uh, I'm not sure about Tyrell Terry, but definitely Josh Green. I'm just going to throw this one in there. Bonus. Who mm-hmm. plays more minutes, Moses Brown or Josh Green this year? Oh boy. I would say, you know, it's a good question when you're like almost in pain trying to answer. Yeah, that's really tough. I think it should be Josh Green, but I think it will be Moses Brown. Ooh, well, it should be Josh Green because there's way more centers than there. Also, yeah, exactly. You would think, right? As of right now, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. (laughs) All right, coming. Let's do one more for for next season. The Mavs will finish higher. Then the fifth seed. They were the fifth seed this past year. People forget that. In Tim Kalashaw's article, uh, <laughs> I was reading it. I actually texted this to Isaac because I thought it was funny. He said, uh, anyway, I think the Mavs are committed to another year of the same thing. They added a couple of bench shooters, but nothing close to an all-star. So expect another sixth or seventh place finish and most likely a rapid playoff exit. Ooh. And I was like, they finished fifth last year. So I, I know that maybe doesn't count to a lot of people, but that's the reality of what it is. But the Mavericks will finish higher than fifth what they did last year this next season. So if I'm going to say that Luke is going to get the MVP, I got to stay consistent and buy there. And also I think with Kawhi being out, Jamal Murray being out, the Lakers probably load managing because why wouldn't you? I mean, why not put yourself in a position to be as healthy as possible come playoff time? I do think there's a chance they can crack the top four. Like you said, there are a lot of reasons to expect certain guys to perform uh, at a higher level than they did last year. Uh, And, and the additions that we made, I, I think that they're going to, to really help. So uh, so yeah, I'm gonna buy. Oh, we're buying. We're we're buying it that the Mavs could be higher than fifth seed. Especially, yeah, like you said, if he's gonna win the MVP, what's Luka Doncic's case to win MVP? They'd have to be probably a one or a two seed, maybe three. There's been a there's been a couple, uh, you know, MVPs that have been three. I think weren't the the Denver Nuggets even? Yeah, Denver Nuggets were a third seed. They were tied to the Clippers there, but they were a third seed when when Jokic won. And so you got to be up there. If not, it's a Westbrook situation where he had a triple-double, and that was kind of a, you know, it doesn't really happen that often. So right. the, the Mavs would have to be up there, and they can, they can get there. Uh, if we just go off of last year's, there were five wins difference than the Clippers and the Nuggets, and there was times last year where they were even closer than that and just dropped some at the end, and we were you know, trying to figure out where the whole thing was going to, you know, work out. Mm-hmm. There, five wins difference, and they're not going to have covid Hopefully this year, like that's not going to be as bad as it was last year. Maybe they will deal with it a little bit, but then you know Lucas should be better. You know, there's there's a lot of things we could we could talk about. They got <laughs> yeah. they got better as a team. Hopefully they, if they bring in Dragic, then all of a sudden they got a lot better than last year. And so hopefully, hopefully they'll be better than last year. But if they're fifth again, I think I'll be okay with that. Yeah. All right, coming up, we're going to look into the future. We're going to look at the future of the NBA, future of the Mavericks, and buy and sell more stuff with Lauren. But before we do, let me tell you about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's so impossible to have every single part that you need at 
some kind of chain store and auto parts store, uh, the ones with jingles online and here jingles and commercials and all that kind of stuff. So why would you want to go there? You have to go and look around yourself, spend all that time doing that. Then you end up going to the counter anyway, asking the guy if they have it. They don't have it. So then you, then they have to go back to the back, see if they have it in the back. They don't have it in the back. Now all of a sudden, you've just wasted all this time. And you could have just gone to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck. Their website is super easy to navigate. They have all the stuff listed on the far left side. If you go on desktop, all of a sudden, you just see everything listed on the left. All the cars, you go down to the make, the model of your car, see all the parts available for your car or truck. And if you find something you like, write Locked On in there. How did you hear about us box? They know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, Lauren, we are buying and selling more stuff for the Dallas Mavericks. The future of the Dallas Mavericks. We've talked about his name. We mentioned his name. We've even assumed he would be on the team We've talked about him so much and assumed what the rotation would look like with him. Are you buying or selling? Goran Dragic will start the season as a Dallas Maverick. Oh, start the season. That's really tough. Um, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going nuts on these questions. I'm, I'm, oh my I'm nailing all these questions. You are, yeah. <laughs> I Unfortunately, oh God. I'm going to go with with sell. I, I wow. Wow. I do. Uh, yeah, I think this might be a deadline move. I I also believe that they are trying to do anything that they can. Uh, it's worth mentioning that OKC kind of random, but they are operating their with their trade exceptions. They're currently operating over the cap at their twenty one million dollars below the cap floor. So there are lots of moves out there where that contract could be in play for Toronto. So with OKC, with Philly, with the Ben Simmons thing, I don't necessarily know that I see Goran, like Philly saying, oh, we want Goran Dragic. But I do think that that contract could be in play to match salary somewhere else. So do I think he's going to come here eventually? I will buy that. Do I know if it's going to be within the next month and a half? I don't know. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Uh, And people have been talking about Dragic's Instagram post today. I'll just throw this up here real quick. Uh, if you're watch, if you guys are watching on YouTube, you can see this is uh, yeah, he's uh, he's got all this stuff. He's got it all. The the backpack. He's got the little raptor plushie <laughs> sticking out of the backpack. He's got masks that are raptors themed. He has multiple hats, multiple styles of hats too, like a snapback, and he's got like a dad hat version. Couple shirts here, keychains with raptor stuff. Whose jersey is this? I don't know who I can't tell whose jersey that is, but yeah, there's a he's got his Raptor stuff, so this is happening. They they sent him. Oh, wow, I didn't whoa. even I didn't, I even didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, if you're like, listening, you need to be watching because oh my god! I like how we both just saw this for the first time. You slide Ooh. over on Dragic's Instagram post. Why is no one posting this on Twitter? I know it is a a balloon like bouquet. I think is the best way to put it. Where there's a bunch of smaller or different sized red and black balloons on the bottom, holding it down somehow. And then in the middle, there's the Mylar balloons with the, with the Toronto Raptors on it. And then a big welcome Goran Dragic printed on the balloon. Like they really went out for these. For wow. This. <laughs> yeah. I'm sticking with cell. <laughs> Did 
Okay, be honest with me. Did the mm-hmm. balloon bouquet put you over the top when you were <laughs> to sell this? I, I'm pretty blown away. I Because, like, the gear, it's like, okay, you kind of have to do that. You have to do that with the gear. Like, you know, t- like you, we were talking before, training camp is coming. It's procedure, yeah. But the balloons is like, they're <laughs> going the extra mile there. So They weren't just I generic balloons. Like, his name was printed yeah, on one of that, them. That took some effort. That's the type of thing that you don't have to do, but you did it. So I did. Send him I guess the, we'll see. Sent him all the stuff and he posted it and said, let's get to work. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, but let's put this whole thing into perspective. The Mavericks will have media day in the next two weeks or so. Training camp starts on the 28th. We know that for sure. And so uh, that is in just actually, that isn't, that isn't two weeks. One, two. Yeah, that's in two weeks on, you know, next Tuesday. And then the NBA season starts October 21st. So we are. Uh, just about um, about five weeks away from the beginning of the season. So five weeks in order to make this happen. I've talked about it too much. I'm I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm selling that it'll happen by the start of the season because I think they're just going to go into the season with it. If the Raptors, hopefully the Raptors start like five and thirty. Sorry, Sean Woodley. But there you hopefully go. they do, and then they're like, ah, oh, let's just get rid of this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, uh, buy or sell. The Dallas Mavericks will win a title by the end of Luka's contract extension. That's six years. 2026-27 is the last season in it. I know a lot of this stuff has been set up for you to buy it. I'm I'm buying it. I think six years yeah. to win a title, I think that, that is a, that's a, a long time, and I think they'll make it happen. Yeah, I, I do think that, that they will be able to make it happen, and I don't know who you're going to continue to see added to this roster as years go by and who might even exit. But if you look at how good Luca is and how crazy it is, what he's able to do, you have to imagine that at the very least, they at least get to the, like, I mean, even last year, last year for a second, they were like first round and second round. It could be Denver, then Utah. And that was a pretty favorable path that I think a lot of people wanted. So whether you get a, a lucky draw or or whatever the case may be, Luca just really is that good. So I'd like to think that, yeah, by the time that extension is is done, uh, we will have we will have brought another ring to Dallas. Oh, hope so, hope so. How many players this good don't win a, a ring by that time, right? Like, not many. It's pretty hard to find a guy that that's that good that hasn't won one. Giannis just won his. I mean, obviously LeBron, Durant, Durant had to go and and do it somewhere else. Pause. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> that was OKC. That's different. <laughs> yeah, that's different. I mean, so, but yeah, it, it's hard to see a guy that's this good, especially this early. There's right. not been many players that have been this good this early. And so, uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Here's the kicker, though. You said, oh, yes, boy. you're buying it. I'm buying Jason Kidd will be the head coach when the Mavericks eventually win a title in Luka's contract. Mm-mm. I'm uh, selling. I'm selling that one. Sorry, Jay Kidd. Sorry, Jared Dudley. Sorry, Chrissy Tolliver. I'm. <laughs> I'm selling. I'm selling on that. I think they'll they'll make a change at some point. Yeah, I I agree that they will make a change. I, in my mind, the only scenario timeline that that is the case is if somehow within maybe the next two to three years, a player not only asks out, but specifically says, I want Luca and I want Jason Kidd because of my relationship with Jason Kidd. And so like, I could see that being the scenario where he is still around. But if with the the timeline, I think it's going to be toward closer towards the end of his extension rather than within the next two years, uh, realistically. And so, yeah, I think that's, that's the only scenario in which I could see that happening, but that's, that's a, that's a tall order. (laughs) And the Mavericks are going to have picks too. They're, they'll get their picks back. They, mm-hmm. you know, 
for the last three or four years, it's been like, oh, the Mavericks have nothing to trade. Eventually they will. Mm-hmm. Eventually they'll have a bunch of picks they can throw at somebody and get that one guy, hopefully. So it's a good point. Um, all right, last one for the Mavericks future. Christoph Porzingis will be an all-star again at some point in his career. Um, oh, man. That's it's, really it's tough. It's much harder because he's in the Western Conference. Now. Yeah, I, I want to buy it. And because I don't necessarily, and I hate to, I hate to say this because I am all on the Porzingis defense train this season, but there's a, in my opinion, there's a world in which he ends up on another team and is mm. just putting up significant yeah. numbers offensively. And that's enough to, to get him uh, on that all-star team. I don't know. We'll see. That's tough. All-stars are tough because there are a lot of guys that put up all-star worthy numbers, but if you're playing for the wrong team with not enough people watching, it just doesn't matter. Yeah, like he could go do what Carl Anthony Towns is doing, maybe. But I don't know if he could put up the numbers Towns is putting Right, up. exactly. Exactly. It's a great example. That's tough. Or what Anthony Davis was doing in, in New Orleans. But I don't know if he could do that. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's that's fascinating. And then all of a sudden, you have so many young guys coming up in the NBA. Zion, yeah. all of a sudden, Zion t- t- took an all-star spot for like the next 10 years, probably, if he stays healthy mm-hmm. uh, as a forward spot. Jokic isn't going anywhere. Yeah. Darren. Yeah. Uh, that's Anthony Davis. You, yeah. You got a bunch of, a bunch of Western conference, like fours and fives that all of a sudden are taking some of these spots. Towns we mentioned will probably be back. So yeah, I, I think I'm going to sell that. Yeah. Hopefully it'll tough. happen for him, but it's tough to make it in the West. It is. Uh, all right. Uh, let's just do one more here. One more bonus one for the NBA. Ben Simmons is on the Sixers on NBA media day, which is next Friday for, for most teams. Uh, yeah, I, I'm buying that. I, this is going to stay, uh, not by choice. Uh, I think that <laughs> I think Daryl Morey is, uh, like Tim McMahon said on, uh, Windhorst's pod with Tim Bontemps. He said that Daryl Morey is comfortable with being uncomfortable and he's not mm. the guy that's he's not the one whose hand you're going to be able to force. So I think at some point they are going to be able to, to move on from it, but to what'd you say next? What'd you say next Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm, too soon. I'm buying it. I don't I like know, it. I, I know I'm, I'm selling it. I'm selling it. I oh. think that he won't be on the Sixers by media. Oh, day. nice. Okay. They can't, th- they can't throw him through all that stuff and like bring him to camp and like make him do all the, the stuff like that. I think I, he'll be on the roster. I don't think he'll go to media day. That's my prediction. That's wild. Can a player just not show up to media? I don't day? know. I that's they, a great question. I guess the players can do whatever they want now. So <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter, but <laughs> uh, all right, Lauren, tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, so you can find me at L or uh, at L Gun with four ends on Twitter. Uh, all my articles that I write with Mavs Moneyball will tweet through there. Um, and yes, all my uh, I do I am the co-host of the Gunshot Podcast, and all of our podcasts drop through my Twitter, my brother's Twitter. Um, and yeah, you'll, you can find me on Twitter. There you go, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom. Oh.